Thank you to Fiverr for supporting this episode of Rogan Reasoned. I'm a lot of things, but one thing I am not is a sound engineer. So when it comes to editing my podcast episodes, I look to an awesome engineer I connected with on none other than Fiverr. As a small business owner, it is important to recognize when you need to outsource. By doing so, you not only free up your time, but you prevent your passion from becoming a pain. Visit the link in my show notes or head to www.lauraswanseekman.com and click on consulting to view Fiverr as one of my go-to business resources. Hey there, friends. Welcome back to Rogue and Reasoned. I'm your host, Laura Swan Siegman. I'm happy to have you back here with me today for another episode about life, business, and badassery. And I'm so ready to jump into our chat because I think it's an important yet confusing topic, acting your wage. This has actually been coming up a lot recently during one-on-one consulting sessions with my business clients. If you don't already know, I work with small business owners and solopreneurs through means of digital content creation. That is logo development and branding, website design, social media strategies, and consulting, working on their launch strategies, offering development, creating systems and processes, etc. My goal in these one-on-one consulting sessions is to not only help my clients develop action points and remain accountable, but also to help them remove roadblocks, get past whatever it is preventing them from doing what their fucking talented asses want to do, are called to do. Now, I believe you should act your wage, but I've come to realize through discussions with my clients that people have a very wide view on what this means, and I now know that I have to be in return, very clear on what I mean when I say this to them. There's some gray area I think we need to discuss. What do you think it means to act your wage? I'll share my thoughts with you in this episode, of course, but I want you to have a baseline before we move forward. So hit pause here for a second, if necessary, and think about what it is to you. Are you acting your wage? And is it helping you get where you want to be in life? Catchy phrase is not my own witty creation. I'm not positive who said it first, but it was popularized by financial personality Dave Ramsey through his board game, titled, of course, Act Your Wage. It's a game for ages 10 and up meant to demonstrate the financial principles he teaches. Essentially, make your money work for you by living on less than you make, don't spend beyond your means, and aim to be debt free. He has been quoted as saying, Stop buying stuff you can't afford with money you don't have, to impress people you don't even like. To which, I 100% agree. You don't need to pretend you're wealthy or successful with a bunch of crazy purchases. I recall after college, a few of my friends got good but modest jobs and immediately ran out and leased a super nice vehicle. We're talking BMWs, Audis, etc. Like, but why? They ate a ton of ramen to offset this. Or it's like people who get the fancy zip code and big old house to show that they are doing well, but can't fill it with any furniture or do anything else because that big old house has a big old mortgage with big old taxes. And this is what I know as house poor. You should be financially responsible. 
you need to save for retirement, unexpected expenses, and avoid crazy interest fees and credit card debt. But I don't think acting your wage is all about living as cheap as possible. I think you can live an elevated lifestyle by acting your wage in other ways, which attracts the type of life or financial security you ultimately want. You can live within your means and live outside your means at the same time. Hear me out. My meaning of actor wage pushes past the value of a dollar. I'm talking your attitude, your placement of yourself in your surroundings, the energy you have, how you dress, and what you expect. By no means am I saying get a crazy expensive wardrobe, put yourself in the middle of a high-end steakhouse, and act like an entitled prick. That's not what I mean by all of those things. I'm good shopping at TJ Maxx and enjoying my $9 bottle of wine at home. But there are other ways to do those more elevated things, things that keep you within your means but push you outside your means all at the same time. You don't have to be rich to hang out with financially successful people. You can network, make contacts, and get invited to incredible events. Or shit, volunteer to help at them. This is not with the attitude of taking advantage of other people or finding a rich friend to treat you to things. It's about surrounding yourself with the kind of people you want to be like one day and learning from them through the experience. You don't need to have designer items to dress nicely and take pride in your appearance and togetherness. You can go to the back of your closet, choose your best pieces, iron or steam them, and get fucking ready in the morning. Even if you don't go anywhere, show up for yourself, catch a glimpse of that CEO in the mirror, go the extra step, even if that's just putting on your new checkered vans instead of your old checkered vans. You don't need to have decades of experience and a padded bank account to speak with confidence and have expectations of being paid well. You just have to be one level up from the person you're helping. Take what you know, finesse it into a great service or offering packed with value, and set a boundary for what you are owed for your time and talent. If you're not in someone's budget, you're not in someone's budget. It doesn't mean you are too expensive. To others, acting your wage might mean something totally different. It might mean something aligned with Dave Ramsey's teachings. Or in a more traditional workplace setting, it might mean stop trying to act like a supervisor when you're really just a coworker. Fulfill your work obligations slash job description and do nothing more. After all, you're not looking at any bonuses this year and should only work to the extent to which you're being paid. I don't feel comfortable with all that, though. The thought that you have to remain under a certain bar, fly under a certain radar, or position yourself beneath a certain ceiling will keep you there. Instead, I think we should be acting our wage and way that we want, not just have. Be financially responsible, but also be open to investing in yourself in the tools you need to succeed at times. Don't be bossy to the people at work that are on your same level, but demonstrate leadership at appropriate times and do a little extra to stand out. You have to act like the person with the wage you want before you become the person with the wage you want. It's reps. It's practice. It's actual manifestation. Additional support for this episode is brought to you by Haven's Kitchen. It's time to tantalize your taste buds and mix it up in the kitchen with Haven's Kitchen's six delicious sauces. 
Choose from red pepper romesco, golden turmeric tahini, tangy barbecue sauce, herby chimichurri, zippy chili harissa, and their gingery miso sauce. And each of their convenient packets can not only be used as a sauce, but also as a marinade or dressing, opening up even more tasty and creative possibilities for your meals. Want to give them a try? You can pick out your favorite flavors using my exclusive link in the show notes for this episode. Be sure to follow them on Instagram at Haven's Kitchen and show off your recipes and dishes in your stories and posts. In business and entrepreneurship, I feel acting your wage is a version of fake it till you make it. Now, I'm fine with this saying. Others I know feel this means you're not being authentic or being some type of imposter. So there's always the saying, be it till you feel it. Pick whichever one makes you feel better. To me, they mean the same damn thing. We'd be wasting time splitting hairs if we took that any further here today. But I feel like most of my life has been a fake it till you make it scenario. Trial, error, and a whole lot of brave faces. But there's one particular story I'll share that I think embodies most of this as an example. Straight out of college, I took a position with a corporate wellness company, working primarily in the suburbs. After not too long, I was offered a managerial position. Initially, I declined it, feeling too young at 22. Classic imposter syndrome. A few months later, I was offered another managerial position, this time in downtown Chicago. After some convincing by the company CEO, I accepted it. I was absolutely thrown into the deep end, suddenly having to supervise a full gym build-out and sell pre-sale memberships to high-level executives. And I look like a child. I initially wore my, like, black athletic pants, my favorite, like, clean-looking Nike shoes, and embroidered company fleece with, like, the logo on the left chest. And that's what I'd been used to in college for, like, rec events. Had my hair in a ponytail with minimal makeup because, of course, I was going to work out. It just wasn't doing much for me, though. So I took on the environment and started dressing in business attire, paying more attention to my morning get-ready routine, and big difference in what I sold in memberships. I'm sure some people will disqualify this by saying it was because I was a girl and played up my sex appeal or something, but I see it as learning how to act my wage, to be less of a gym rat and more of someone they recognized and respected. This position also opened doors to meeting a lot of influential people. Not only did I get to know them through the fitness center I operated, but through property management events I represented my company at. It was an experience in dining, networking, and business I had no idea existed or how to dress for. The first couple of times I was a bit underdressed, but I quickly learned how to dress and act in corporate environments. I couldn't afford new fancy clothes, but I pulled the best and most mature outfits from my closet and kept it classy with the free booze. And pro tip, when in doubt for any event, just wear your best all black look. In this position, the base salary was low. I earned additional commission on top of this through personal training and group exercise instruction to make a decent living, but I had to budget and live within my means. I took advantage of the ways that allowed me to live outside my means, though. I gained a ton of experience from all those events and connections. I learned what it took to operate a club and run a business. I even saw other parts of the country by working my ass off and earning company trips to national trade conferences, complete with flights, nice hotels, and fancy restaurants. I wouldn't have been able to afford these things, but by showing up in a new way, working hard, 
using these open doors and accepting I could handle all this even at my age, I elevated myself. After some time, I gained enough confidence to ask my boss for a raise. He asked me to justify why I was owed that. I did, and I got it. It was my first experience in demanding my value instead of just accepting what I was offered. Acting my wage got me the wage. Ultimately, this particular job never made me rich financially, but it paid the bills and had the additional value of setting the groundwork for me to be successful in years to come. If you haven't heard of Amanda Francis, author and self-proclaimed money queen, I highly recommend looking her up. I think she has great messaging. She also has a story of acting her wage early on in her business. As she tells it, and this is from what I can remember, this is not a direct quote, she would take her laptop to a fancy California hotel, step out to the pool area, and work on her business from a lounge chair, paying for a small side of fries on her credit card instead of charging it to her room like the real guests, just to work at a place she envisioned being able to afford a room at one day. She surrounded herself with the vibe. Now, I don't know if she was technically supposed to be there or not. I'm not promoting trespassing, but you get the gist. She found a way to act her wage and elevate herself through her surroundings. And guess what? She's a multimillionaire now. It wasn't this one habit that made her one, but this mindset is what helped her along the way. There is one area I'm not sure my or any definition of actor wage translates well to, though, and that's relationships. This is a tough area and one you will have to discuss with your partner. Should the person who brings in less money be doing more in other areas, like at home or with the kids? I mean, managing the house and raising kids is a huge job still. Or should you both be acting like top earners, sharing the weight of responsibility? Or perhaps hiring out for some things, landscaping, cleaning, childcare, etc., so your time can be spent growing in careers and business? I personally believe in partnerships and in two people recognizing when they can add a little more to their plate to take something off the other person's plate. Also, just because one person is making more money now, that doesn't mean they'll be the highest earner in the future. Life balances itself. Be careful how you treat your spouse. What goes around comes around. And I also think you can apply the mindset of acting your wage to becoming the couple you want to be and having the marriage you want. By associating with other healthy relationships, for example, if you're having boys' nights or girls' nights where the majority of the group is focused on cheating on their spouse somehow that night, that's not really what I would consider healthy. Find people that have standards, accountability, and successful marriages to be around. Double date with couples that respect each other. Learn from them. Don't take advice from your single friend who can't make it past month three in a relationship. Run your latest fight by a therapist or someone who has been there with their partner for many years and already navigated a certain challenge. Elevate your relationship in the same way you'd approach elevating your career or business. But again, I'm not sure if it applies there. Talk it out with your partner. But what do you think? Should you act your wage? And in what sense? How do you define it? And do you believe in it? Continue the conversation with me and others on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast by tagging me in your comments, stories, and posts. I'll look for your feedback over there. And if you also have 30 seconds to provide feedback on this podcast through a positive rating or review in Apple Podcasts, I would so appreciate it. Seriously, those bumps and mentions really, really go a long way for small business owners and podcasters. So friends, thank you for chatting with me today. And I hope it got those wheels turning a bit. I hope to hear from you. 
and expect to hear from me again soon on the next episode of Rogue and Reason. Have a great fucking week. To learn more about me, your host, and the Rogue and Reason podcast, visit www.lauraswanseekman.com slash podcast and follow along on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast.